Hi. Hello, DM Dan. Hello, Dan. How are we? We're very good. You invited Uncom to this session. You three are fine. Of his behavior. That's true. Hi. I. Um, DM Dan, and you are the explorers of elsewhere, and you are my beautiful audience. Uh, thank you for joining us on this um, somber occasion. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he left off a key word. With what's left of what's the explosive of elsewhere? We are missing two. Yes. Yeah, sadly, in his commitment to realism, Dan has also killed <laughs> Lane and Meg. So. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there you go. That's, method that's acting the... is best acting. Dedication. Um, yes, off the we are uh, missing a Meg and a Lane today, so uh, this episode is decidedly boys' club. Um, but off the back of the previous session, some stuff happened. Some things went down. Mm-hmm. Uh, tell you what. From the ground, from the from ground zero itself, why don't you three fill me in on what happened last time? Uh, uh, Victor did nothing wrong. Uh, Victor is sus. Uh, mm-hmm. I, call, I call this meeting. I think Victor is sus, and I want to reject <laughs> him from the spacecraft. Okay, <laughs> maybe the as a poster among us. <laughs> Indeed, we were we were just having a nice time out in the woods. At track it was all like. Hey, I'm I'm evil, and we were like, "Stop it!" And then he was like, "I've unleashed monsters." So we split the party, which is always a great idea. Fantastic idea. Yeah. Now it's gone wrong. Yeah. Victor and I went to the glade back to fight some monsters, and that was cool. I did some a little bit of necromancy, which was a great time. Um, Comstock absolutely bodied Carla. Milia was devoured by demons. Uh, she technically isn't dead, but I mean, we'll see. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, she may wish she was. Anton, what were you doing in the meantime? Can you yes, refresh Anton. my memory, please? Uh, Victor promised Comstock that he would take care of Addy, and then mm. proceeded and to he shoot did. her. In, <laughs> and he did <laughs> take care of her and shot her and Bear in the back, <laughs> and revealed that he was working with Atrek all along. I said, take care of her, not take care mm. of her. Should have been more specific. Oh, I listened on. to his action, Comstock. <laughs> <laughs> I did what you told me. Um, yeah, I mean that pretty pretty much wraps up, doesn't it? So uh, Victor has revealed his um, his naughty side, uh, and everything just started kind of falling apart. But mm. thanks to um, the combined efforts of uh, Galena, Dume, and Frinka, uh, Ekabozdir, at the very least, is safe. And Comstock jumped through a portal. Comstock mm. jumped through a portal. Um, so, with that little recap, who would like to crack on with this session? Well, thanks, Anton's uh, here, yes, because I'm feeling we may be able to mm, show Victor what for. Mm, okay. Um, Yes, because yeah, but, but we'll find out why Anton's here after this title <laughs> screen. The world has been broken and remade. Our civilizations are shattered, our people divided. Yet there are those who would rise up to bring a light 
to the all-encompassing darkness. Hi, my name's Carl. I'm playing Sir Carmichael Comstock, a Lorivar Cavalier fighter. Hi, my name is Anton, and I play Frinka, a Wolfkin Scout Rogue. Hi, I'm Lane. I'm playing Milia Ray Celeste, an Aesavar Divine Soul Sorcerer. My name's Tim, and I'm playing Galena, the Terran Sprite Alchemist Artificer. And my name is Dan. I will be the Dungeon Master on this adventure. Whilst our world has been changed, we band together, hope bright in our hearts. We push forward to reclaim what was once ours, and we shall be known as the Explorers of Elsewhere. Saying goodbye to a friend is never easy, but not being able to say goodbye is often excruciatingly worse. Knowing that there are things you wish you might have said, things that are consigned to a chance now lost. The day hangs heavy with mixed emotion. Whilst many in Ekabosdir celebrate their victory in the defence of their home, thanks to the explorers of New Prosper, there is one who grieves. Triadia is dead. Unbeknownst to the explorers, the group is now heavily fractured with the passing of the young keeper who wished to see a new world with curious eyes, as well as the reveal of Victor's duplicity. As Comstock looks out over a scene likely all too familiar to him, the truth of Victor's betrayal has mostly been lost along with Addy. One other also dances with death. Amelia finds herself plunging through an endless void of darkness, assailed by a tempting and insidious voice. Hadang, spicy take. So, we find Amelia in a world of nothingness. and a distant voice calling her name. And as she, as the voice becomes clearer and more distinct, she slowly opens her eyes to see the faces of Dume, Frinka, and a surprisingly large Galena looming over her. Um, and as Milia kind of shakes her head and looks around, she looks up to the three of you and, what is happening? And she looks around a bit surprised. Um, Galena, uh, you, after having watched the tide, uh, of spectral ancestor warriors flood through the streets of Ekabosdir, um, very return you, of the king, very, very mm. return of the king, um, you and Dume spied, um, 
the hulking form of Kagekna, the centaur uh, wolfkin chieftain, um, who appears to be kind of running through the streets with uh, a look of sheer kind of terror and horror upon her face. Um, as Dume noted, like saw this, you saw him encant, uh, in what well, encanter a spell, which seems to lift this um, this fear from his chieftain. Um, only for her to report to you that Milia was in trouble. Um, in following behind the centaur, uh, you find Milia on her back, covered in uh, cuts uh, and lash marks and what appear to be kind of bite marks. When you approach her, she's unconscious. Um, ah. So, yeah, she is in a terrible way. Um, what do you do? Okay, I'm probably, as I'm running up, I reckon my enlarge is just about running out. So, like, like Mario when he takes a hit, I'm just going like. <laughs> um, let me check my spells. My spells of healing. No, uh, I have no spell slots left. Ah, interesting. All right. <laughs> Problem. All right. Okay. I'll, I'll I'll just start. I'll pull out my healer's kit and start seeing if I can figure out some traditional old school medicine. Well, as Ooh. you as you do, um, Millie's as Millie's eyes softly, like gently open, and then she looks to you and what is happening, uh, Galina? You notice that a, a little bit beyond, you can see there's a group of kind of panicking villagers. Um, who are kind of surrounded by some Wolfkin defenders. Further down the street, um, you see that um, this kind of wall of spectral aggression is just kind of washing away, and uh, like the creatures um, that were attacking Ekabosdir are being butchered by these uh, old Wolfkin. Um, and, so, and just sort of like pulls to bits as this uh, war host. Um, floods through the village um, but as the you see the, the palaking villagers as the as the gut the defenders start kind of uh, trying to calm them down you hear um, like whispers and cries and uh, oh, they did it they did it oh, they've summoned the well they saved us they saved, did they save us and you see some people kind of looking over in your direction um, as Milia like gingerly picks herself up um she looks to you for a moment and where is where is everyone else what what is okay it's all right do maze got rid of all the creatures uh think comstock somewhere over the other side of the village she kind of looks a bit confused for a moment but like kind of nods her head it's, it she looks a bit woozy um she then turns to look to her right up into the concerned face of Frinka and Frinka Anton yes. as you look down <laughs> on Milia what do you do? Hello you look like shit <laughs> uh, Milia just kind of oh um, I I, I 
she she looks around and like suddenly it's like a memory strikes her and she flinches and she looks around and the, the tamari where where are the tamari i think they're gone did we um did we see the tamari uh you so as you were kinda... flying right well arguably this is the first time you've like you, what did you know? I don't know if you did know. Um, but so I think I know. But I'm just saying they they, they they flew in, so maybe somebody would have seen them. Quite possible. Oh, that's a good. Yeah, because Frinka wasn't there last time they turned up, and I was uh, stuck yeah, to a ne- tree. Neither of you two oh. have actually seen them. So, I mean, I guess we've we've probably heard about them. Okay. Probably mm. heard about them, but um, well, in which case, yeah, Galena, as you kind of wonder what. Millia means like you take a moment to look at the injuries across her body and like they don't look they don't seem to have the same kind of savagery that some of the dead villagers and defenders around you have suffered they seem to be a lot more kind of precise a lot more clinical Um, some weird circular bite marks and stuff as well yes yes the bite marks certainly uh, give it away um and it dawns on you in this moment that yeah milia has been attacked by the tamari that uh you last you heard of were in the uh we're in the crystalline forest um can go check if she still has her book as you kind of look well as you give Milia a look over you notice that the like she's got her little backpack strap on straps on you notice that like and she's got the big massive mop of hair kind of that rests over the backpack normally she, you know that she's you she usually flicks her hair out to kind of cover it as best she can um but like one of the straps under her armpit is loose Amelia notices you looking, and then like her eyes open in fear, and then she, oh no 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 no, and she, like it's desperately reaching behind her back and pulling her hair out the way, and in there's a moment Galena where as Amelia turns to try and look over her shoulder, you notice the straps over her back hold nothing, the chains are broken, the book is gone. Hey, Emilia, okay. you know that book you like so much? Don't worry about it. It's uh, not a problem. No. Oh, no. That, that's... no. It's probably no. not important, you know. That, you know. No, you get another one. We can go to the library or something. It's definitely important, but maybe a problem for later, okay? All colour in Emilia... What colour there was in Emilia's cheeks... <laughs> not much. <laughs> ...vanishes. She goes as white as her porcelain, like platinum blonde hair. And she, like her eyes stop focusing on anything around her. Um, You see her start to breathe shallowly. um, And she, you see her sort of like looking around warily and... They can't can't have taken... 
It's... No, no, no. We've got to... We've got this... The world... That's it. It's over. It, it's... It's over. Yeah. Sorry. Okay, just breathe. She looks up to you and she you can see that, you know, in her... Like, she's panicking. Um, But... Kagekna kind of strides over and checks in on you. Um, And, like, Dumate takes a step away looking at Milia and he kind of makes a... He's got a... He's got a pensive face on him and then he... Hmm. Your darkness. It is gone. Perhaps... It was not you that was tainted after all. <laughs> it is not very often that I am wrong. But maybe I'm happy that I am wrong today. No. And, uh... Dume... Oh, it was an evil book. Dume nods no. I love evil books, he says. Uh, and then he kind of turns to speak to Kagekna, who's kind of gently heading over. Um, and Milia, Galeen, as you look back to Milia, like she's just kind of pulled her knees up to her chest and she's holding them. And she, in this moment, you see your daughter in the corner of her bedroom on the eve of the attacks. Yeah, I mean, it was already giving me those kind of vibes, to be honest. Um, And you hear Milia softly whispering to herself, I've doomed the world. I've, I've doomed the world. It's, it's, we're all going to die. We always were. You're still here, aren't you? Remember what I said? She... Sometimes we fuck up. And then we work and we fix it. You promised me you'd work to try and fix it. Bilia looks to you and, like, her, her eyebrows are quivering. Um, and it's like she's having difficulty kind of processing what's, what you're saying. Um, but yeah, uh, Frinka, sorry, as uh, you see, um, Milia kind of going through these motions and you see Galena trying to help, uh, what do you, I say, you can see all these villagers kind of beginning to gingerly kind of step out and kind of climb out their hiding places and they're looking around, um, like warily in case there are any more of these creatures. Um, but you can see that the, like, there's this sense of, there's a swelling in your your chest of kind of awe as you see the last kind of few of these spectral guardians beginning to kind of dissipate and turn into like motes of light that just kind of drift and float around the the camp like fireflies even in this sort of like midday daylight um what do you do um Frinka will go around the camp mm-hmm. uh, to try and make sure there's no no more creatures. And we'll try and locate Comstock. Okay. Gummy! Gummy! Where are you? Gummy! Um, as you start kind of doing a lap of the, the settlement, because um, you're on like the south edge at the moment, the southern, mm-hmm. like, southern quarter, if you will, um, 
is when you get round to the north and you can like you're walking through um groups of like the it's a mix of celebrating folk like villagers uh and grieving folk those who are finding um the bodies of of loved ones and friend you know friends and family that have been lost in the attack um but when you get to the north of the settlement um you find uh, a solitary figure stood in amongst a group of tents um and stood what well, stood next to what appears to be a a hole in the ground and you recognize him as Megrakan. Some people have referred to him as the Pale Warrior. And he's covered, head drenched in he wins. blood and ichor. And there's bits of like, you see that there's um what appears to be like the end of a, of a crystalline claw sticking out of one of his like pecs. Um, his war pick is shattered. Like it's been swung with such force and violence that the head of it, like the spike of it, is cracked, um, like cracked off. You can see the beast that the the tip is lodged in now, uh, just over to the side. And Megra Khan is just very kind of nonchalantly um, kicking, like brushing dirt and rocks and rubble with his foot into this like five foot hole in front of him, like he's just really gently trying to fill this tunnel hole in um and then he he turns to you like it was any day of the week and not bad you you're the one from the outside of village aren't you yeah you, you don't appear here? i am you don't appear to have any blood on you girl no, because I use a bow. I'm not stupid. <laughs> Megrican, like, is startled by your forthrightness. And then he... He sort of, like, weighs you up and, uh... I... I see we have summoned... Summoned our ancestors. Ekabosdir is saved. Yeah, it seems so. I, I don't know. Galina and the that old man, they did something strange and then the ghost appeared and it was... They made him go away. I don't understand Dume, but he has his uses. Um, Listen, have you seen a uh, guy called Comstock about this tall, wears armor, uh, bear sheens? You'd recognize him. Ah, my... The fellow warrior in arms, yes. And he so he turns I... turns to look to the kind of southwest of your position. Um and like already pointing. He was fighting. Hmm. And there's just an empty space where Megrakan is pointing to. That is strange. Perhaps his battle, his duel, carried on elsewhere. Can I make an invest a survival check for yeah, footprints? Absolutely. Because I feel like uh, investigation or survival, hundred uh, percent. Yeah, with a very peculiar uh, foot footprints. Uh, normal. That sucked. 
Nine. Uh, Frankie just doesn't care enough. Mm. I have, hold on, do I have any advantages somewhere? Sure, you're a brand new character, so you have inspiration. <laughs> there we go. Uh, survival, again, come on. Yes, 26. Hey. Oh, now we it's go. all good. That's better, okay. Um, yeah, Frinka, as you take a look down, um, you can see that the area that Megrakan is kind of roughly pointing to, um, there is a lot of um, disturbance in the ground. Um, where it seems like, and as you kind of look at how, um, how the ground has been impacted, how the dirt and kind of, uh, you know, how it, how the dirt's been kind of moved through, um, you're able to paint a picture of what transpired. A duel. And it tells a picture of a duel between two heavily armored folks, unlike any of the footprints of the wolfkin around here. Um, and you can tell that um, it was a duel of um, combat as well as um, sort of like wits. Because um, there seems to be sort of like long periods of stillness and then an explosion of movement and then more stillness. But the telltale signs are that one of them hit the dirt with some force. And nearby there appears to be a very strange kind of sword stroke through the ground. Uh, almost like the tip of a blade cut through the ground. Um, like a pendulum. And... Was that, it would be a helmet as well, I imagine. Oh, bang upon. Sorry. There is also... Uh, yes, next to where the the large imprint on the ground is you see the full helmet the full visored helmet that you remember seeing Comstock's the other like the, the lady knight that came to visit Comstock that one time Lady Comstock yes um, her helmet with a heavy dent on the like the chin area uh, appears to be on the floor and no what tracks leaving, I guess. The and there are no tracks leaving, so there's just like a big... You can see, like, st footsteps coming in, and then like a big... And then no footsteps out. Mm. Uh, so Frinka will go back to... Galina. Mm -hmm. uh, and give her the news. Okay. I think in the meantime, I've kind of... Galina was like, initially seeing Milia almost as kind of agate and was trying to like mother her a bit and lecture her yep. um, but after a minute I think she would realize that she's not like agate in this moment she's reminding Galena more of herself at the worst time in her life when she just realized that she's barked up in a way that is immense mm -hmm. um and it's just kind of holding her. Okay. Ganina! Oh, you got him. Uh, he's gone. Like, dead? No, no, no! He disappeared! He was fighting Lady Comstock. They had an argument. He was winning, though, I could tell from the footprints. And took off the, her helmet. No way! And then, and then, yeah, I tell you. And then they're gone! They disappear, like, uh, vanish! 
like a oh. teleport or uh, something like that. I always thought she'd absolutely crush him. That's amazing. <laughs> you know what? I thought too. <laughs> um, she uh, she has this sword. I've seen her used a couple of times. She like um, it seems to have some kind of I don't know. It seems to align to the ley lines in a way that it, it slices through um, reality. Oh, that's that's what they so, did. So, I guess she must have teleported out. Maybe he ran after her. Do you see which way he went? Uh, no. So they teleported out. Okay. Both of them? Yeah, maybe they had a date or something, you know? <laughs> um, I mean, it's not impossible. Uh, yes. Oh. We have to get to Adi and Victor. Milia, are you okay? Can you... Can you walk or do you want to come with? She doesn't. It takes her a few seconds to kind of acknowledge and respond to you. But she looks up with this. Like her face is racked with sadness and guilt. But she looks a bit. She also seems a bit numb at this, at this moment in time. Um, and she just very, very quietly whispers. Yeah, yes. I, I, I will come. Okay. Don't worry, we'll fix it, I'm sure. Um, as, like, as you kind of say this and you slowly help, um, Milia to her feet, um, Kegekna heads over and, um, begins apologizing to Milia um, apologising for not being able to save her when she needed it um, but Milia doesn't really seem to respond um, the centaur looks to the rest of you and where are you going now you make it up to us by getting us there quick we need to get to um Oh, would we, do we have a name for the bit of the forest? For that glade? Dan? Um, you don't really... I mean, the, I guess the closest you... The most you know is, like, Elmin had ref, effectively referred to it as Coraloro's Glade. Okay. Um, our friends are still in a... Still in a glade not far from here. Can you take us? Um, Kagekna... Tilts her head. Dume clarifies. Oh, they, they, they mean... They mean the God's Grove. Kagekna. And Kagekna kind of stiffens slightly as she realises... As, you know, it's mentioned so so publicly. Um, but then, like, a look of realisation spreads across the centaur's face. Uh, and... One of you can ride on my back. We will get horses for the others. Dibs! Um, oh. <laughs> uh, so, um, yeah, Kigekna and Zume and some of the, the defenders hurry to procure you some horses. Um, and as they're going, Kigekna says to you, Why are your friends at the God's Grove? We found out why everyone's getting sick. There's uh, this, this dragon scent. He's meddling with the magic here and. He wants to do something with a spirit there. She, something terrible. 
she looks to Dume, Dume nods, um, and... Yeah. Yes, they mean Coraloro. He affirms, and you see, you know, Kagek kind of chew, like, clamp down on her back teeth. Um, then we must ride that much faster, she says. Um... You are equipped with two horses. Uh, well, one, two, three. There are four horses, um, including. Uh, tell you what's getting going out. There are f- five horses. One, two, three. No, sorry. There are four horses, <laughs> and uh, Galena, you are uh, plonked on Kagekna's back. Um, oh. So, Frinka, yes. unfortunately, you're you're forced to take your own horse, um, and uh, a party of Milia, Galena, Frinka, Dume, and Megra Khan. Um, you see him just sort of like uh, you. <laughs> he is found with like pails of water, just just like pouring them over his head, and just like streaks of thick, viscous blood, like viscera dripping off him. Um, and as he looks up to you, very you know, oh, what's happening? Where are we going? Um, but yeah, soon the five of the six of you are galloping across the plains towards um, back across the ford that uh, Atrax stopped you at. Um, as you arrive, you f- dismount and find Comstock underneath the great spanning branches of this huge tree in the middle of a circular glade, slightly raised up from the rest. Um, as you glance around, you notice that Comstock appears to be uh, holding the limp body of Addy. And off to the side, you see the prone form of Horse the Bear. You notice that the ground around horse is stained with crimson. And the glade itself seems quiet. Kagekna, get me down. Um, Kagekna kneels to let you hop off Galena. uh, And Comstock, you look up to see uh, Milia, Galena and Frinka arriving. What do you do? As Comstock said, he's just looking up with his eyes, helmets on the ground. His shield is some distance away with a streak of crimson up it, but he's just... He just sort of looks for a moment and then just, just goes back into this sort of quiet state as he just sort of like... He's just sort of like laying there with just sort of Addy uh, across him. He's just... You know, clearly red-eyed as he's clearly been crying. As the as those as the new arrivals look around, you see that um, this large tree that Comstock is crouched in the in the shade of there appears to be it's like a protrusion. This has been carved open, almost like a, a, a boil, if you will, um, and. Gleena, you 
sense that there is a strong like there are strong surges of magic kind of loitering around this area um, which seems appropriate given that this is seemingly the home of a god apparently but that wound in the tree seems out of place well more important things in my mind at the moment I'm stuck is is she okay no, no alright move <laughs> please Kalida do something please um, and I'm just going to because I'm out of magic I'll be like do me and I'll start uh, can I use my medicine check to see if she is fully dead? Uh, please roll me a medicine check. Twelve. Twelve. As you begin kind of administering medicinal help to Addy, um, it becomes abundantly clear why Comstock is cradling her head so because as you go to like turn her head it just kind of rolls to the side too easily um, but you reaches. also notice uh, on the back of her neck is what appear to be vicious looking burn marks seemingly in the shape of a hand a clawed hand Comstock reaches over is like Galena we need magic magic I don't, this is... I don't have any I don't had to use everything show me the rest of you do Addy the keeper is unresponsive her orange eyes are dull lost you old man you got something come on Dume, you can't see his eyes for the, the black fabric that covers them. But you watch as his shoulders sink, and she is gone. It has been too long. Oh, I, I tried, Galena, I really did. I tried. What happened? Adia. I've got your book, Addy. I need to give it back to you. It's, it's, it's not possible. Comstock, what happened? It was a track. I, I was dueling with Carla, and she went to flee. I chased her through here, and I saw... I saw a track with... Cororo, and he held Addy in one hand, and I went to save her. But he—it happened so quickly, and then he fled. Carla and and Victor. He fled with Victor. Yeah, where's Victor? Victor? Uh, he took so he Victor. So he was chasing him. I don't know. I. I Everything. I arrived. He was acting strange. 
Uh, I mean, Victor always acts strange. Stranger than usual. He, he what? Seems to not re- In fact, would you say during my uh, during my assessment of the body, Dan, did I see any burn marks that would be reminiscent of Victor's weapon? On Addy's mm. right shoulder in the back. And as you, Frinker, as you kind of kneel down alongside Horse, the bear, um, you know, who you knew to be Addy's like, faithful companion ever since, you know, a few weeks into the, the journey, ever since that mountain pass, you notice that the bear is riddled with gunshot wounds and what appears to be a final decisive spine-severing stab to the back. Whoever did this knew exactly where to strike. Uh, Frinker will take a moment to absorb that information and maybe mutter a silent prayer for Bear or Horse the Bear. And kneel by him. I'm sorry, this is very important. Did you see anyone else here? Who was here? It was, it was Victor. Carla after the fact. A track. And Coralora. And obviously Addy. And Horse. There was no one else here. He's been shot, Comstock. I don't understand how this is possible. It's, it doesn't make sense. I don't want Eddie's to gone? that Victor could have done this. He did it! He shot horse! Maybe a conversation for later, but he spoke of another. Never mentioned if maybe they were siblings, but... But... It... Victor was acting weird when I arrived. I, I... Galena, believe me, I tried. I, I really tried. I did. I thought I had it. It wasn't you. I'm sure you did what you could. If there's anyone I believe who'd do everything they could to save someone, it's you. And yet here she is. Oh, has he... Kaget Kanar quietly approaches and we will do what we can to help you return your lost companions to your home. I, um, I think she might actually, might actually prefer to have been buried here. With that does anyone know Would that be okay? Do you know had... keeper funeral rites are? Have you... You haven't had a chance to read Addy's book yet, have you, Galena? Not yet. Okay. Um, Kagekna kind of nods and... 
we would we would need to speak to Elmin to find out if we can inter her on these sacred grounds but in the meantime it is not safe for her here we do not want to risk attracting the attention of scavengers no Oh, poor Adi. She was always so nice. How is it that the only one of us who wasn't broken is the only one who didn't make it through? You, as you kind of muses to yourself, um, you hear a horse winning and it appears that Milia has turned her horse round and is leaving the glade with some urgency. Milia? Um, she, like her horse, gently, like slowly gallops or jogs out of the, the glade. Uh, I think it's a canter, Dan. <laughs> the canter's like a little happy dance. Um, <laughs> Yes, the, the horse canters. Unless you're not dressed guitar, she's out. <laughs> yes. Uh, the horse canters out of out of the glade with Milia atop it. Um, and Kagekna kind of looks to the four of you and well, the three of you, I should say, and I'll make sure she's fine. I'll make sure she's safe. Please do. Uh, and the centaur leaves to catch up with Milia. So, with everything that you've spoken of, what are you doing now? Mm, I think Frinka will spend a while just sitting on the grass, okay. just with her head down, staring at the at the grass. Megrakan takes a step forward. What do you intend on doing now? It would appear that your prey has escaped. You have lost friends and companions. But dwelling on it will not bring you resolution. So what do you intend on doing about it? Shut up! Shut up! I don't want to hear it! Megrican. Yeah, you might want to just give us a, a second, Megrican. The pale warrior looks to you, and he, he seems steely in his resolve. Your enemy may not be giving you the privilege of time. Megrican. Be careful of your words, otherwise you may find yourself one of our enemies. The pale warrior bristles slightly, um, and Dume kind of walks over to him and... A bit more tact maybe next time, he says, as uh, the old man leads Megrakan away. But as 
as Megrican is being led away, he kind of stops Dume and turns to look and do not let yourselves falter. It would be more insulting to their legacy for you to do so. And then he carries on walking with the old shaman. What are we going to do? I don't think we can do anything until until we put this until we fix this. And after uh, after the village, I mean, Frankie, you're a mean shot with that bow. You could stick around with us for a bit. Yeah, I'll stay. Yeah. He might be a dick, but he's right. We might not have much time. I'm very aware. You think losing that book was a bad thing? What book? Uh, the one Milia oh, liked? Oh, no. Oh, Milia's book, that she's... Uh... I've let two I people think, I think those, uh, those demon things found her again in the scuffle and... She went down. She I've seems let... okay, but the book is gone. So I've let her down as well. She's a fantastic alive. job today. You did your best, Comstock. That's all we can ask. You're only one man, Comstock. But you have two shins, so, you know. <laughs> I, am. Um, we all failed them. All we can do now is try and try and fix it, or try and at least make the best of what we've got now. I think first thing we should do is is take her back to the village. Let's not leave her here yet, as they said. We can grieve. Then, then we can look track. It's uh, well, before we leave, then I'd better... Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I think I was going to say that uh, maybe they load Addy onto a horse. No, I'll carry her. Use the horses. You're right. Doesn't feel right leaving the horse here, but... I can't carry him. The horses can drag horse. I can, maybe with some... Wood, I can make like a like a little stretcher that can be dragged. It take me oh, only perhaps. a few minutes. Maybe we just maybe we just burn him, or I can bury him nearby. I I can move the earth. It won't take long. Um, Frinka will get busy and start building like Fr- a Frinka. a stretcher out of wood. Frinka, don't use any of the wood from the big tree. But it's super close. It is sacred. Don't use it. Sacred. Whatever. Okay. <laughs> Runs off. <laughs> Runs off further. Um, I mean, Frinka, you are very easily able to create uh, a rudimentary sled, um, yeah. which <coughs> any of your kind of 50-foot ropes you're able to fashion uh, into a harness to attach to one of the horses to... Uh, so you're not dragging the bear, horse the bear. We're putting, we're putting horse the bear on a horse and we're dragging Eddie. <laughs> 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 yes, perfect. 
Um, yeah, so you're able to kind of drag this bar along with some degree of um, kind of humility and and uh, respect rather than literally dragging them across the ground. Um, Before we head off, though, I'd like to um, check out what's going on with the tree itself. Sure. Um, as you so as you approach the 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 trunk of the tree is huge in size. Um, it's you know easily uh, like thirty five foot in like diameter, thirty five forty foot in diameter, and it looks more lustrous than kind of everything around it. But in the most, like, to, to look at this kind of split wound that's kind of, this growth that's kind of hanging out the side of this trunk. There's one word that seemingly kind of comes to mind. Uh, like, one idea, and it is, like, birthing sack. Like and it's that kind of uneasy feeling in your stomach that hits you because whilst the tree is wooden, you notice that the inside of this space seems slick, oily. Doesn't seem like it belongs. Does it look like it's so the the split? Does that look like that's been something coming from inside it or something? cutting into it from the outside uh it appears the way that the bark on the outside of this kind of wound is attacked it appears like the, the the bark itself is slightly scorched in a similar manner you realize to the back of Addy's neck it's almost like something tore its way in okay um, and whatever was inside it uh, came out quite violently. What do you guys think? Do you think Coralora was in here, or his tr- weird dead wife? A track was holding a, I can only describe as a spectral fox. I think that was Coralora. I thought world spirits were, like, m- massive. From my own experience, yes, Stormbear is immense. I heard of lightning um, serpents from yourself, again, of immense size, but fundamentally, from my conversations with Addy, they are whatever they want to be. I doubt he wanted to be grabbed by this bastard. As you say that, it makes you think how this has come to be. Mm. Like, how this series of events have happened. How, like, Comstock saying he was holding... The way that Comstock gestures, he was just holding it. Like, a hunter holding a, a hunted game bird. Um, And it makes you... You, t- you take him Well, you ponder for a moment how Atrak was able to engineer this. I don't know that much about nature and divine magic. So 
I would either ask Addy or Milia. Maybe Addy done. wrote something about it in her book. <sighs> Don't feel right really looking through it, but you're right, there might be something useful. Okay. Alright. Um, yeah, I'll start flicking through Addy's journal. Well, tell you what, as you, um, what, around about this time, Frinka has kind of finished, um, constructing the sled, um, you're able to, um, as you begin kind of mounting up and kind of attaching this, like you get Addy on the back of, um, a, uh, let me think. I, I was, I was going to think Comstock was. Attempt to carry Addy. Oh, seven foot of her. Shit, she is big, isn't she? Oh, forgetting I might be able to carry her. Either on her back or in her massive strong centre arms. Yes. Uh, well, or I can I've... carry her. Oh, absolutely. Um, well, between the, the group of you, you're able to secure um, Addy um, across the, the back of one of the horses or Kagekna. If if you're happy for like Kagekna is um well, it'll be across one of the back of the horses because Kagekna is outside. Um but as you all kinda prepare to head back, um Galina, you're on horse are you sharing horseback with someone? Comstock perhaps? Yeah, probably. Yeah, I've I've ridden with Comstock before, so sure. <laughs> Um, so that enable with Comstock at the reins, it allows you some time to to read this um, this diary. But uh, as the three of you um, kind of leave the glade, and you find like, as you emerge, you find Dume Megrakan kind of stood in one group. Uh, you see Milia um, with her head low, talking to Kagekna, um, and. Milia's face um, you can see that her eyes are bloodshot red uh, and as you approach and she sees Addy slung over the back of uh, one of the horses like uh, Frinka's horse and then the horse the bear on the sled um, but on the back of Comstock's sled um, Milia just lets out a choked wail and then starts sobbing inconsolably. Um, Kagekna looks over to you all with this like weary look, as if to say, I don't know what to do. Um, and then approaches you and she is not well. And uh, at a loss for words, Kagekna carries on past you. Um, do you require an escort to your village? Uh, I think we should be okay. I think your your people will need you at the moment. Uh, deal, deal with your own dead. Kigekna nods. Um, when the time comes... When you need to do what needs to be done, you have the support of Ekabosdir. It is the least that we could do. 
please send us word if we are allowed to inter her here. She she nods. I believe um, um I, I believe it was this this dragon sent uh Atrak is his name. He was behind the sickness of your people. Now that he's left, I, I they may start to recover, I don't know. Um please if there's any change, let me know. Kigekla nods. Um hopefully it won't be long before you hear from we hear from one another again. And uh Well Maybe we can help each other get some get some payback. There's a mix of like a, a, a frown and a smile, like a stern frown and a smile as Kikekna nods. Uh, and as she looks at the three of you, the four of you, including Milia, well, the three of you, um, she she says, "Live well." Die strong. And she kind of places a, a fist to her to the set to her breastbone to her sternum and uh, with a look to Dume and Megrakan, um who nod in your direction, they turn to leave back towards Ekabosdir. And um as you begin making your way back to New Prosper. Um, Galena, you have a chance to look through um, kind of Addy's diary. It is filled with um, little anecdotes of conversations she's overheard between your group, like the, the five of you, uh, between the townsfolk. Um, she wrote down a joke that she overheard Davin telling Halidradis. It would seem that Halidradis didn't get it. Perhaps mm. Davin's delivery wasn't quite on point. There are drawings of landmarks that you yourself have seen in your weeks together. Um, the rocks floating around the mountain the scooped out mountain the uh, a recollection a recollected drawing of the spires of the Hydraean temple what appears to be a set of circular standing stones that one you haven't seen a sketch of the keeper in Echobosdia You find one page um, of a field filled with star-shaped lilies. Um, and diary entries talking about the peace that she found when she would sneak away from the camp without Comstock knowing. And it's this place that she was able to gather her feelings and reflect on everything that's been happening. This star lily field was her favorite place. 
so I'm sort of trying to copy everything across from the journal as much as I can, get into some sort of order, getting annoyed that I'm like trying to make sure that my tears are staying off the notepad and stuff. And, um, well, I think we found where, um, I think we found where to, to take her. And I'll show Comstock the drawing of the lily field. Okay. Uh, Franka, Franka. Yes? On your hunts, have you ever seen a, you ever seen a field with lilies like this? Yeah, I know where that is. It lies approximately uh, half a mile north northwest of New Prosper. Maybe we should take a maybe we should take a detour. I think. I think this is where we need to take Addy. Agreed. Okay. Should we go by the village first and then take her there? Uh, don't know how long I want to cart the poor girl around for. I think this might be an us thing. We can let the villagers know where we settled her. They can come pay their respects. Okay. Amelia, do you think you can you can manage? Amelia looks to you with red eyes. Um lips quivering. And she kinda looks down to her horse and just silently gently nods. I want to make sure I get this right. Do we know if keepers inter their dead or burn them? I don't know. I think only Elmin would know, and he's... He wasn't in a great state last time. Let me let me check my books. Thank you. I'll, um... I'll have a look through my sort of generalised diary and see whether I've got anything at all on keeper funerary rites or any details the the only kind of notes that you find uh, on it refer to how keepers tend to swaddle their dead in like scented fabrics and then bury them thus returning them to the to the to elsewhere that makes sense only got some notes um I'm sure it, I've probably got this in a book somewhere but it makes sense though their connection to elsewhere is stronger than the rest of us and um well I think she always she never seemed to really fully have fit in don't know if she'd want to be a hundred percent buried like every other keeper anyway. I agree. She'll be wrapped in the arms of an extremely powerful creature. We'll bury her as Addy. Agreed. As you make your decisions, um, as you decide to swing past uh, the field of star lilies um, near you realise that what Frinket informs you that that is fundamentally on the way home. As you take one look at the 
the glade before turning around and making a start on your journey. I'll have um, I'll have copied across everything that seems of any relevance whatsoever from Addie's journal, and then I'll probably bury it with her. Sure. We will grab a quick break. See you in a bit. Oof. Bye. Bye. Yep. Dearly beloved, thank you for gathering for this somber occasion as we mark the passing of Dryadia Oran. We guide her soul unto the afterlife, our grief immeasurable, as we prepare to move on without her. If you desire to commiserate with us, please make sure to subscribe to the Explorers of Elsewhere channel and hit the bell icon for notifications of new releases, such as new episodes of this or our other adventures, as well as our Baldur's Gate 3 co-op playthrough and livestream sit and chats. Please, subscribe. It's what Addy would have wanted. Hi. Hi. Welcome back. Hello, Dean Dan. It's us. We're here. And we're, and we're sad. We're very mm. sad. Oh, no, Tim seems over it. How dare you? I'm <laughs> devastated. <laughs> um, my morning popcorn. <clears throat> oh. <laughs> um, so, yes, we, uh, we find our explorers on a hill near to um, near to uh, New Prosper approximately half a mile north-northwest um, upon seeing it it is immediately clear why Addy felt so at ease in this place because Upon ascending the the overgrown kind of staircase, stone staircase on the southeast edge of the hill, upon reaching the plateau at the top and seeing what appeared to be a number of stone ruins engulfed by a sea of four and five petaled star-shaped white lilies. There is a sense of serenity here. The air seems cleaner. The world seems calmer up here. And we find the four of you stood in front of two very recently dug graves. One for Addy. One for Bear. Uh, one for Horse. Comstock. Mm. as you look over the two mounds of earth in front of you do you have any final words for Addy a eulogy firstly Addy I am sorry that I failed you I'm sorry that you never got to achieve that which you set out to do So, if anything will bring you closer to a world spirit, 
Imagine you're on your way to it now. I hope one day you may manifest as one, achieving your lifelong goal of understanding them. Who are the best of us, who always brought cheer and laughter. Even though it may seem sometimes that I was angry at you, I wasn't. I enjoyed having friends. I wanted... I wanted to be better. I hope you can forgive me, wherever you are, and watch down on me. I'll keep an eye out for you in the lightning. Rest well, Addy. Galena, do you have any final words for Addy? Yeah, I'll kind of um, inexpertly plant one of the star lilies over where she is. Um, so, yeah. Well, suppose you're uh, just off on one more of your big adventures. Sure, you'll, uh, you'll find a lot to write home about up there. Just know that you brought. You were here to find out uh, about our world, but you. You changed our world for the better, too. Always brought. You, you were someone who just. wasn't filled with pain. Don't know if you knew how, the, how rare that was. I'll, um. Go and punch a fish for you sometime. I'll miss you. Anyone else want to say anything? Yeah, Frinker will step forward. Oh, Eddie. You were so sweet, so kind, so pure. I would think about you so every time I go through a forest every hill I climb every mountain every berry I pick I will tell your story to all the animals I meet because you were part of them and you were part of us and it will always be that way and we will miss you, but you will always be with us. Okay. Um, as you take a step back, Franca, and all eyes turn to Milia, <clears throat> she steps forward and she kind of kneels down at uh, the foot of Addy's grave. Just put my hand on her shoulder. I'm... I'm sorry that what has happened. I... 
didn't mean for any of this to happen the, the way the way it did. Whatever happens in the village, we will we will remember you. I will remember you. And Milia kind of lowers her head. Um, she begins kind of quietly shaking under your hand, Galena. And then uh, she stands up to, to the rest of you. Um, and yeah, steps away from the grave. Um, is there anything the four of you wish to do before heading back to New Prosper? Mm. Okay. With a final prayer to whichever gods you pray to, you turn and begin making your way down the stone, the overgrown stone stairway in the southeastern corner of the hill. And you begin making your way back to New Prosper. As you return to New Prosper, the atmosphere feels somber despite um, the surprisingly good day. Um, the, the good weather around you. Um, it is as if the townsfolk of New Prosper know that something has happened. And as you enter into the uh, the town boundaries um, and word of your arrival begins spreading, uh, Davin rushes over to the three of you. Um, oh! Oh, thank goodness, you're, you're back. You're back. Um, how, how, how is everything? Oh, where, where are the, uh, where are the others? Where's, like, Melia just wanders straight past. They are gone, David. Oh, gone? Davin. Gone, what do you mean? Where, gone where? Have, have they found, yeah. did you find something? Uh, Davin. Yes? They are gone. Well, we, we don't know where Victor is. But, um. Addy's dead. The Lorivar Noble stands in front of you and he kind of looks to you with a, a tilted head and in that in that immediate moment like this bemused smile spreads across his face and then his brow kind of furrows as he begins to realise that you're not pulling his leg. And he brings his hands to his mouth and by the by the gods. I oh, am blessed. What 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 happened? Why Oh are you are you are you over where and he looks around and Addy Victor, what 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 happened? One, one thing at a time. But someone we called ally turned out to 
working against us. A man yeah. named Atrak. Um, Davin looks and I, I try, who, who, there, what you, there's someone else out here apart from the, is he one of the wolfkin? It'll take a long time to explain, Drab. I'll do it later. For now, can you give us peace? He, he's, um, he's a dragon scent. If you, if you see him, if anyone sees a dragon scent, we, we have to know. Davin um, nods. And it, this is this is very important. If you see Victor, come and find one of us before you let him in. Okay. Yeah, you tell me right away. I will kill that son of a bitch. I will rip his mustache right off. Like, Davin looks shocked. And he... Uh, of, co- uh, of course. Um, I... And you can see that he's never... This is a man in front of you who has seemingly never dealt with something like loss. He's never dealt with loss before. And he just seems confused. He doesn't know what to do with himself. Um, And as he sort of like reaches out to almost like go to pat you on the shoulder, Comstock, in a, oh, there, there kind of way. But then he's like, he's pulling his hand back and he just... uh, And he stops and... If there's anything I can do, please let me know. Would you, uh, would you tell the camp, Davin? You're good with words, and I, I don't want to go through that with everyone around here. Davin takes a deep breath, and if, of, 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 of course, yes, 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 of, of, of course. Um, I, uh, sure. Do you mind giving us? The town hall use for ourselves. Oh, uh, uh, please, please. I'll um, I'll uh, I'll, I'll speak to 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 knock and bock, and we'll we'll gather people together. Um, some some somewhere else, so I can I can um I can I can address them. Yes, I'll uh, I'll do I'll do that. I'll do that. Yes. Thank you. Uh, and yeah, Davin heads off. Uh, so Frinka, uh, Galena, you're given free reign of the. The town hall. Um, you notice that in your absence, um, barrels have begun migrating into the town hall, um, seemingly to um, begin its transformation into what you suspect might be the sort of like tavern of the, the village of the settlement. Galena, uh, any of these your famous rock shine? Wouldn't you like to know? <laughs> of course they are. Long time. I'll uh, kind of uh, get around the back where I've sort of stashed a, t- a tiny keg just to uh, keep it out of general eyesight. <laughs> what is it? I think we could use some. Oh, Frankie, you'll uh, you like this one. Um, as Galena, as you pour out three um, like shot glass, like cups worth, like it's a shot amount in a cup. Uh, and like in a flagon, and as you hand out the three to them, um, and Frinka, like you take a sniff of it, and ah, oh, and it smells like the inside of a giant hornet. You're able. To... Do I drink this or do I put it on my wounds? Either or, really. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> drinking it's more fun. Have any of you been to Hugelstadt before? No. 
barely so, this continent before it happened. It's an interesting place. It started off as a castle on a hill, and then people came and the walls expanded, expanded, until eventually the whole hill was covered in a city, guarded by massive, supposedly indestructible walls. But there's this one road that leads from the castle down to the place that is called the Path of Heroes. Lined on either side are statues of great Eurostatians past. And empty plinths as promises to heroes of the future. When I was a schoolboy, I walked that path hundreds of times. I memorized every, every statue, every hero. And I'd always stop in front of one of the empty plinths and I'd say the name of the hero that would go there. Sir Kami Comstock. I called myself Kami when I was younger. I grew up quite quickly. But I always imagined myself a hero. I always wanted to be. When I was old enough, I joined the military. And for years, I worked my way up. I worked my way up. Until I eventually was beaten to a promotion by a plucky young woman called Cara Merlane. One of the finest knights I ever knew with a long, with a great weapon. But I always said it would be. Sword and board was the way, but anyway. Times were good. And then the Battle of Hubris that happened. And after, so the great world spirit saved us. And all the Hugrestad army that was left in handful. They were going to do nothing, but the people, the people wanted something. They wanted us to be recognized. So the lords and ladies of Hugrestad got together and they created a title, Knight of the Hill. And they would award everyone who was at that battle that title. A big ceremony brought us up on stage, handed us a piece of paper that would make us knights. Some of us cried, some of us... We all thought it was something else. We were allowed to call ourselves Sir. So I became Sir Carmichael Comstock, Knight of the Hill. But then as time went on, we realized that respect. And the more you read the piece of paper, the more we realized what it actually meant. Said we were knights, but we were allowed to hold no holdings. We would have no coat of arms. There would be no noble standing or greater rank within the Hugrestad military. Fundamentally, they shook our hand to thank us, patted us on the arse to move us on. One by one, the other Knights of the Hill gave up. Carla included. She left Hugrestad soon thereafter, and just one by one, just the name Knights of the Hill meant nothing to anyone but me. Me. I left Hugrestad as well, determined to make it mean more than just a piece of paper. I wanted to inspire the others. To make them see that, that we could be more. 
I was the last knight of the hill. And I'm no knight. I never have been. I'm just a man with a piece of paper which I even gave away. Handed it to Carla. Boasted that I was the knightly man I thought he was. Then, then Addy died. And the dream of the knight on the hill died with her. I'm just Carmichael Comstock. Just a man. In a suit of armour. Pretending to be a hero. But you are a hero, Comstock. You're the hero of this town. You could become knight of Ubarasper. Doesn't sound as nice, but you know, make do with what we can. It's a nice dream. But I would never really be a knight. I don't think Davin has that authority. I will be what this town needs me to be. That is as much as I can be, but... What about Protector of New Prosper? Hmm. That's kind of nice. I won't be naming myself that, as that is a bit presumptuous. Thank you. Well, here's... Here's the thing, Carmi. We're all of us just people. A knight's just a bloke with a fancy title whose ancestors killed some people who owned some land. I'm just a woman. Frinka, as far as I know, also. And we just do what we can. And sometimes... Sometimes we make... Sometimes we make mistakes. Sometimes... We can't always take back what happens. We can just pick ourselves up. Kalina. Everyone else. Extraordinary. The things I've seen you do extraordinary even Milia I know she doubts her abilities but she's incredible as was Addy and as are you Prinker yeah I know but modesty knows no bounds either it's I don't have spells I don't have the knowledge that you do I I, I was born in the poor quarter of Kudrastad, I was never really anyone or anything. I'm surrounded by greatness. I wanted to be great. Don't ever think you are anything but extraordinary, Galena. That's big words for the finest swordsman I've ever seen. I do all right. It's... Anyway... It's not what we can do, it's what we do with it. I mean, I'm sure Atrak has some tricks up his sleeve, but that doesn't make him a better man than anyone here. There is one thing that Atrak has that he didn't have before. 
that is our ire. He will wear it like a lead weight. It will weigh him down for every decision and every movement he makes. And it will give us time to catch up with him. He also has like one guy with a mustache, so maybe that will slow him down too. <laughs> I still need to figure out what happened to Victor and what is going on there. I can't... I can't believe he would harm Addy. He told me of a man named Yakov. I'm beginning to maybe believe might have been twins? Twins, don't I don't. But I cannot believe he'd betray us. Well, we didn't trust him when he first turned up. What changed, except for him hanging around for longer? You know, he used to spend a lot of time, like, out in the woods. You knew him best, didn't you, Brinker? Yeah, kind of. We used to hang out, you know, go hunting. So he used to spend like a lot of time in the woods, like at night and during the day and everything. But like he wouldn't bring much. Like most of it was me. Like ninety percent of the food, I it was me that caught it, not him. I He's a pretty always, lousy hunter, actually. You know. I always assumed he was just enjoying his faith. Like myself, I see the world spirit in in thunder and lightning. That he saw it in nature. Maybe he just spent time out there because that's how he how he enjoyed his faith. I don't know. He's a pretty sad man. You know, he lost his wife and all. Um, Dan, can I go back through my notes mm -hmm. and talking it through with Frinker, tally up between when we had reports from uh, Eka Bosdir of their people being shot and when um, Victor was missing for long periods. Would I be able to have those dates, do you think? So, from the notes that you've transcribed over from Addy's diary, um, the demon that was plaguing Echobosdir, like the outskirts of Echobosdir, has been around for some time. Like ever since, like near the founding of Echobosdir, um, and up about the same time that we did. Well, so Echobosdir was established. Oh no, Echobosdir, right? Yeah, it was about yeah. nine months. Is about nine months old, uh, and reports of the demon um, that could uh, take a warrior's, take someone's life with a the hole through the chest. Um, that. You know, that started quite early on in Echobosdir's history. So seemingly much, you know, earlier than New Prosper, for sure. Um, seemingly, well, definitely earlier than um, a lot of, um, like, the expedition. Mm. Then again, Victor was out here before we got here. Mm. Yeah, I mean, do any of the are any of his long nighttime expeditions do any of them sync up with any of the the demon kills? There, so you're unable. Yeah, you're unable to kind of correlate specific because I mean, Victor was out pretty much every night. Mm. Um, like you don't really know when that man slept. But, yeah, that's true. 
there is a point, there is a moment where you stop and you think for a moment. And you realize back to a time when your suspicions of Victor were much more great, much greater. Mm. And it was when you ended up at the ravine chasing the chimera. And in a very non-flippant kind of way, Victor said, oh, I've been here before. Mm. And when he was challenged on it, he never really... He just kind of shrugged and thought. And you, now that you've parked in here, in New Prosper, it makes you think, like, sure, there are wolf... You found a wolfkin encampment nearby, but, like, why was Victor here? Why was he... You know, was that all? That's why he was suspicious of him in the first place, because it was mm. weird that he was just out here tracking some vaguely unnamed he, thing. He mentioned that he'd been following the caravan uh, from Varos, but he seemed to have intimate knowledge of an area in between Varos and what ended up being the location of New Prosper. So, yeah, why? How? Um, is it just coincidence? But he did say he was hunting a man. Maybe you're right. Maybe it's a twin or something. Or... Don't explain the confusion he had when I arrived. When I chased Carla, he even claimed not to know me. Which? Oh, evil twin! I get it now. It's so maybe because a nice. Nice guy, but the uh, evil twin is bad. Was he? Uh, I mean, was he wearing the same? Was he wearing Victor's normal stuff? Or I have to say, Galina, everything happens. My my focus was predominantly on Addy Crack. Well, we'll figure Victor out whenever we find him. I guess one or oh, and um. Just probably while we were sort of reminiscing and getting pretty drunk mm -hmm. and talking about regrets and mistakes and death, I've probably taken the time to run to talk about what happened with Agate, which I, I haven't told anyone apart from okay. Milia so far. Uh, well, with that in mind, then, uh, yeah, Comsoc, uh, Frinka, how do you? What do you make of Galena's horrifying story? Yeah, probably less detailed, but... So, um... None of us are heroes, Comstock. I'm sorry, <laughs> Galena. As am I. I... I hope she... I hope she'll be okay. Bye. It may not be the night I claim to be, but my oath still stands. I will take hands, get you home, get, and as for the crimes you seem to have committed, we're not in civilized country, are we? Well, this you is get an uncivilized me home. I. If I can get you home... Get me home. And 
then I can pay for what I've done. I'll speak for your character. Whatever ah, you may have Should I done. be worried? The leader of, of all people. I should not be the one you're worried about. Like, I... I consider you a friend. You came to me first when you... about Agate, and I appreciate that. I'll do everything I can to help you. I'm not really a knight, and you're a war criminal. I, it's not really going to matter at the end. Jeez, you guys suck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, if you, if you hang out with us much longer, Frankie, you're going to... That That is our main kind of thing. You got anything harrowing that you'd like to no. relate? No, apart from that creepy guy, Victor. He is quite harrowing, actually. Mm. It's okay. I still like you guys. That is something, at least. Well, doesn't matter who we are. Matters what we do. So. And there's one thing we can do, which is find that track and make him pay for what he's done. But, like, where is he? I'll start working on it, see if I can... Maybe... Maybe you can figure something out. Uh, yeah, between us, you, you know a lot about, like, Victor's movements and this area. Maybe I can find some sort of magical... Uh, nexus somewhere nearby, maybe some somewhere drawing power. I don't, I don't know. Okay, yeah, completely. Either way, I can't find anything at the moment because I am off my arse. So, could we track Carla? Maybe. Uh, I mean, her helmet should. Excuse me, her helmet should still be in Ecobosia. I knocked it the hell off of hers! Smashed her in a stupid f- That was a good fight, I saw it. I saw the tracks. Pretty impressive, Frinka. As you kind of finish your drinks, um, and- Shit, those are strong stuff. <laughs> you, you finish your- well, I've watered it down, come on, Comstock. You finish your first few drinks, um, and, uh, like as you feel like the the wooziness kind of set in as this high yield um like arcane fuel runs its course through your bodies um before you know it as you glance outside um day has given way to night and as you kind of bid your like you realize that in fleeting memories um outside the town hall uh, a large group of people gathered um and you you vaguely have memories of davin um addressing them to inform them of the passing of dryadia aran um you realize that these are conversations perhaps for the morning mm. and clearer heads um that said uh because Galena is full of bright ideas, is she going to head to her lab? I presume she sleeps in her lab. Yeah. 
Oh yeah, I don't. I don't really have like a lab and a home as separate places. Okay. Cool. Um. Yeah, I'm gonna head on back. Okay. Uh, in which case, as yeah, as the three of you bottoms up with the last of uh, Galena's rock shine. Um. I'll um. Pour out a thimble of it for Addy as well. Sure. Your stomach's grumbling from from the seeming lack of food, um, thanks to this strange blight. Um, you begin making your way to your respective sleepy holes. In all of your nights' sleep, are plagued with dreams of futures that could have been of events that could have been different of circumstances that could have changed all of them cut short by the snarling maw of the dragon sense Atrak. All of them cut short by the innocent face of Abby. As Galena, you're, you wake up with a start. Um, you have to, there's a pain as you have to peel your cheek off the side of your wooden bench um, and you feel that there are indents of the wood grain on your cheek where you've clearly and like the, the there's a bit of parchment stuck to your lip where you've drooled on it and it's become affixed slightly um, and as you kind of sit up and look around at the collection of mana crystals that you've surrounded yourself with uh, and you struggle to think what on earth you were trying to figure out, like in your rock shine induced stupor. Um, you notice that you've scribbled a note on your journal in front of you, um, with presumably your quiver and ink from the well that you've knocked over and is now. The ink now dry and staining the wood, the wood top. And as you look down at your note, your eyes open in shock and surprise. Uh, Comstock, um, you hear a knock at your what? You hear a, a throat clear at your tent. He pulls his eye patch from his good eye back to his bad eye. Oh yes. Um, actually, Frinka, what are you doing on this morning? Uh, up and early, uh, making breakfast. Okay. Um, in which case, yeah, Comstock, as you hear this kind of knock in a conversation, well, this, this knock. Rapping. Yes, from, from someone outside. The chamber door. Um, the, the tent kind of flap opens up. And stood in front of you, like stood in the door, stood in the tent 
way. It's not a doorway. Tent flap. Tent flap way. Um, is there are four figures Ooh. arrayed in front of you. Frinker is stood off to the left, holding what appears to be a relatively freshly cooked breakfast wrap. Um, like flat flat dough bread, uh, very quickly seared on a, a campfire, uh, just with presumably some wheat that hasn't spoiled. Um, to the right are two diminutive figures. Bok, Bok. What can I do for you? Knock and Bok stood with what appear to be mining helmets upon their heads. One of them proudly holding what appears to be a blacksmithing hammer and the other with a slingshot. And between them Hell yeah. Davin, wearing ornate, an ornate breastplate, like half breastplate armor. Daddy's armor. I was having a think about what you said, about what you were all saying yesterday. I, I heard your stories through the window of the town hall after I broke the news about Triadia. And I've realized that You've all been so, so supportive of me ever since we left Varos. And, and and now some of you are even calling me a leader. But I feel like if I don't help you with what happens today, I can't really call myself a leader. So I've spoken to Nock. Bok and Frinker. We're going to join you. We're going to come with you and find Atrak and bring whatever sort of justice we can to him. Make him pay for what he's done. And after it's all finished, we can come back here and carry on living the rest of our lives. Knowing that we did this together I am I don't know why I brought this but um, I guess perhaps I thought maybe I could maybe I would use it but realistically I haven't got the first clue how to it's um, it's a family heirloom it was my my mother's and her mother's and probably her mother's. But um, I think maybe maybe you should have it, Comstock. And uh, he produces what appears to be a long scabbard with a sword hilted in it. Are you, are you sure? Well... I feel like if there's ever a chance to use it, now's probably the time, and I don't know how to use it. And Frinka doesn't look like she uses it, and I think it's too, a bit too big for not. Yeah, I can. <laughs> Give it to me. Uh, as Frinka says that, you hear, oh, what are you saying? And I I'm think strong. as a, for, for, a, for an ancestral magical sword, I think it's best in the hands of my head of security. Wouldn't you agree? 
I will take good care of it. Um, Be sure to return it to you. He nods and uh, in your inventory you have a fencer's blade. What do it? What do it? As you receive this, um, you feel this sudden lurch in your gut. And you watch as Davin and Frinka and Knockenbock all sort of like buckle at the knees slightly. Um, and like you feel a kind of lightheadedness almost as if you just plunged underwater for a moment. Um, and as you kind of look around wondering what's happened, um, you see Galena. Galena, you have felt this within your tent as well. And like almost as you've read the words on your page, the mana crystals show us. And you realize as you feel this lurch, your right hand almost like violently lifts up and yanks you into the side of the table. And all the rock and the mana crystals you've got arrayed on the desk slide a few inches in a northern direction. And you realize that your hand seems, it seems like something's tugging on your hand. Like it's trying to pull you in a direction. Oh gee, yes, son of a bitch. Um, as you kind of step out, there's another <clears throat> yank. And like as you're running, your right hand kind of whips across you and all you risk like you have to pull your head back to avoid slapping yourself in the face um, and you end up kind of pirouetting slightly um, as you regain control of your hand um, and you see Davin Frinker knock Bok, knock and Bok wearing mining helmets for some reason, um, mm. stood outside Comstock's tent and you can see them sort of like holding on to things to steady themselves you look around and you notice that some of the, the, the villagers who are up and about also like one's fallen over, one was carrying a heavy crate of something and just like that's strewn across the floor as this person's been tugged over. Um, and you, something is summoning you. What do you do? Uh, is that just open to everyone? So what do you do, uh, Galena? Uh, I guess I'll. Scurry over to where the group is. I think it's him. So I can feel it in my hand. You mean you can feel this in your hand? There's an intense concentration of magical energy. The crystals have been responding to it. And this is a crystal. And can you lead us to him? It can lead us to something. And if he's doing so, some kind of in, intense, something intensely magical. Yeah, I think so. Give me a moment to don my armor. Okay. Retrieve Milia. Don't forget the shin pads. Never needed them, still don't. <laughs> Um, okay, so you 
So, Galina, if you head to Milia's tent, um, you you find Milia sat on the edge of her bed, and as you enter, she kind of just looks up to you almost as if she's been expecting you. Um, and she looks to you with this kind of worried face, and she says, It's him, isn't it? I think so. I think so. So what do you say? We go and deal with him. But what if... What if I... I fail again and... Someone else... I've... I, what if I've started another... Eschaton? We made it through the last one, didn't we? Million nods. You haven't started anything, Mill. All you've done it this whole time is is do your best to protect everyone from something terrible. And if if it was able to escape, that's not wasn't your choice. Milia looks a bit forlorn and then she looks up to you and Uixala is my problem but Atrak hurt my friends and I cannot forgive him for that And she takes a deep breath and she slowly stands and... Do we know the way? I think so. Uh, somewhere to the north. I think as I get closer I'll, I'll be able to feel it more. Um, it's affecting my hand. Okay. She... So Milia nods and sort of like looks around and you see her instinctively reach for the leather strapped backpack. And then she stops and realizes as she looks to you and like there's a, a bit of a lost look in her face, but then she like takes a deep breath and then just strides out of the tent past you um, with a bit of a a bit of a bit of pluck in her step. Um, and Galina, as you kind of follow out after her, um, you see Comstock kind of like doing the final buckles on his. Um, armor as he's kind of sorting his he's caught in his cloak a little bit and he rah, manages to clear it out and um he seems to be holding a scabbard he's got to, like he's got one scabbard on his waist he's got another scabbard in his hand you see him looking and then he just rah, starts unbuckling the one on his belt and sort of like handing give him more credit than this dan <laughs> <laughs> do you know how he he's know. he's got two swords he has no idea how to function <laughs> um but uh you watch as uh, the group of you begin gathering together uh, into a what appears uh, what is effectively a war party. Uh, so Galena, Comstock, Frinka, Melia, Davin, Nock, Bok. Um, and as you kind of gather together, um, Galena, you're able to follow the feeling of like the tug, the periodic tug on your hand, and. Um, 
every time you feel that surge, the all of you oh, feel that kind of nauseous wave roll through you, like something's, like something's being, like someone's grabbing the base of your spine and pulling out the front of your guts. Like it's an uncomfortable feeling that gets stronger and stronger as you uh, as you go. Following the, the 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 sensation, you find yourself heading north out of uh, New Prosper. And as we as we do that, I think I'll um, I'll find Daffid if he's around. See, Daffid, get to Ekabaz, dear. Tell him we're heading north. Uh oh, yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, and you see him sort of like mount up on a, like he rushes off, staggering a few times every time there's a surge, um, before finally getting himself up into a, like a, a baying horse that seems panicked by what's happening. Um, and like with a, like a quick kick, he <clears throat> gets the horse to begin breaking into a gallop. I have him my second command, but I really need to teach him about the hierarchy command here. <laughs> <laughs> um, as you. Yeah, as you follow this this uh, this sensation, Galena, like using your hand almost like a divining rod, um, you find yourself crossing through the forest, at the, the wood at the north of New Prosper, into the Saren Lowlands. And the further you go, the more you realize you're heading basically towards Crystal Spine Forest. Back to that crystalline wood that you left only a few days ago um, and as you as you kind of look at one another and the hand draws you further and further into the forest um, you pass through the area where you were all attacked by the Tamari for the first the first time until you find yourself until your hand just seemingly stops being tugged and you find yourself in the midst of the forest and you the, the feeling just stops I kick in my tremor sense okay as you kick in as you close your eyes and focus and you place your fingertips to the ground um, you recognize that the ground beneath your feet is almost rumbling with something passing through it and as you try and focus in on it you realize you're feeling manner flowing through the ground beneath your feet in, in waves to such a degree that the, the insubstantial magic is causing vibration micro vibrations in the ground underneath you and as you stand and look around you feel you notice that your right hand is glowing similar to how the trees glowed in the presence of magic uh, Comsock and Frinka what do you do? yeah uh I think it's probably bored. You seem focused. Is it here? Or is this just another breadcrumb on the trail? 
I, I, I don't know. I've, I've lost it. Um. Roll me an arcana check. Give me yeah. With advantage. Ooh. Ooh. 22. You say that. I've lost it. I don't know where it is. And then you stop and look around and you wonder why, of all places, you've stopped here. Like this is a very in, in, in inverted commas is an inconsequential part of the forest, and it, something doesn't feel right. But off the back of a twenty-two arcana, you realise that your crystal hand that's been drawn, the magic that permeates this forest, is one of enchantment and illusion. Ooh. What do you do? So, what are we doing here? Well, good question. It's probably something here that we can't see. No, I can see everything. You can't. <laughs> You've got good eyes, but not that good. Thing like illusory here. Illusory? Anyone who's interested can roll me an investigation check. <clears throat> um, investigation or perception? Uh, investigation. Ooh, okay, let's go. Frinka! Frinka! So, Frinka, as you turn in, no, I don't I see everything. <laughs> you stop and, like, you just kind of, like, shake your ponytail over your, over your shoulder, and then you stop and turn your head to the to look to the right because you realize that the light that streams through the canopy overhead of these crystal trees it's not flowing it's not projecting from the right direction and as you look around you notice there seems to be an area in front of you where the light the, the rays of sunbeam seem like they're refracted the wrong way. It's it's always jarring when the artist gets the light source wrong on a scene. Um, um, Pringle go, yeah. So clearly the light is wrong. What about that? You can see it, right? It's clear. Everybody saw it. Once, I saw it. Once this is pointed out, the two, like everyone in the group can now see it. The light's traveling diagonally in kind of one direction, apart from immediately in front of you, where it's mirrored. Fascinating. I'm just going to uh, walk towards it with my crystal hand stretched out in front of me and keep walking and see if I hit anything. You all watch as Galena takes a few steps forward with her hands out. There's a pensive few steps, then a few more. And then, Galina, as you worry, as that intrusive thought that you look a bit silly begins to formulate in your mind, your hand touches something solid in a space where nothing exists. As you pull your hand back in shock, you watch as your hand kind of glows brightly for a moment 
and what you thought was a space filled with crystalline trees begins to change into a wall of blue and pink crystal identical to that of your hand as you take a step back and keep looking up this wall carries on stretching for like a good hundred feet plus in both directions you realize as it stretches out to the left and right that it is seemingly almost curved in shape and as you look up and it stretches taller and taller it breaches through the canopy the trees disappear and the light streams directly through hitting what appears to be this crystalline tower and reflecting back down on you in a different direction and as the lot of you take a few steps back you find yourself in the shadow of a hundreds foot tall crystalline tower monolith made of jagged crystal jagged mana crystal bordering like larger than some of the hills that surround New Prosper jutting from the ground like a like a blade how did we miss this Evidence below this is too much this is too much as you take a look up and like the, the the illusion that's covering this tower begins to fade like begins to fully fade revealing the majesty of this giant structure you see in front of you lines of light beginning to form to form what is effectively a doorway and as you kind of look to each other and wonder what on earth is happening you wonder why you wonder why there's violin sound is it coming from inside and it's a song that you've never heard before and as the the seven or so of you look to one another um you hear knock kind of mumble who the bloody hell's that and you turn to see a blur a figure partially hidden by foliage of nearby um crystalline trees a figure in green and browns long flowing blonde hair eyes closed lost in the song that he the tune the melody he plays on an, an ornate violin as the figure opens his eyes and looks at you as you blink his form seems to be nothing more than a conglomeration of the foliage in front of you and as you focus you realize that there is a silhouette of someone stood where this stranger was and as you peer at them to try and identify them. We'll call it there. Ah. Ah, spoilers! Mysteries! Wow. Dang. New group. Much better. Probably younger group of girl. Got rid of all that, that Victor dead weight. <laughs> all that Victor dead weight. Mm. 
She's got to get rid of Comstock now. We'll be a brand new group. Any matter of time. <laughs> Just have to wait a few years. Good <laughs> Hey! Congratulations, everyone, on completing episode 15. Thank Woo. you. Thanks. Uh, it was a sad but a good episode. Yeah. Sad but good, yes. Sad but good. Um, so, uh, welcome to the team, Frinka. You're welcome. <laughs> and who is this uh, mystery newcomer? Um, we will have to, you have to watch the next episode to find out, ain't you? Mm, um, so, uh, yes, if you like what we're doing here and you would love to see more, make sure to hit the like button and comment down below on... I mean, I can't say who you think the figure is, right? No, I mean, that's... Unfortunately, that could be anything. Well, sure. Or I mean, could it? Or is it someone we already know? Yeah, you know? Uh, so comment down below on who you think the silhouette uh, behind the stranger is. Uh, and uh, if you want to see... You can't just say Meg, that doesn't count. Yeah, I was, I was going to say you could also comment how long you think uh, Draven's going to last. Like, yes. you know, <laughs> how many rounds of combat <laughs> before he dies. <laughs> um... Yes, we'll we'll see how the NPCs get on. Um, yes, uh, we do lots of stuff like this, and we release it very, 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 very regularly. Um, so if you want to make sure you see more stuff like this, make sure to hit the subscribe button and the bell icon for notifications of when we release new stuff. Uh, so with all that said, thank you for playing. Yeah, uh, thank, you, Dan. thank you for watching Thanks, and or Dan. listening. And I will see you all next time. Yeah. Bye. Bye, Bye everybody. Bye. <laughs>